everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rift Insight Season 2, Episode 1, actually. So I told you guys when the season was about to start again, we will start up Rift Insight again. And we are joined here by Trackhawk and a new guy named Javi. How are you guys doing today? Good. Is it Javi or Javi? I was going to butchering the frick out of that name. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's Javi. You wouldn't all be right. the first one, so it's all good. <laughs> So we've had a lot of things go on, not just in our personal lives, most likely because of, you know, the whole big bad COVID year. But how was your guys' holiday season since Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and now about to have the last holiday of the year, which is, well, New Year's. So, you know, how are you guys' New Year's and Christmas have been? I mean, it, as good as we could ever have hoped. <laughs> <laughs> I got everything I wanted in terms of items. You, you got I'm everything that you wanted? Yeah. I, I'm a fucking adult, so that means <laughs> I got like, uh, like hot cold. chocolate. Uh, socks. Uh, socks. Socks. Yeah, socks. Yeah. Dude, um, when you're a little kid and you get close, you're, you're mad about it. But if you're an adult, you get close. I'm like, thank you. I'll use dude, these. Yeah, it's I so got jeans. Yeah, I got jeans, and I was like, yo, I've. I've run through all of my jeans, so like best Christmas present ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. What about you, Javi? Javi, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I got to spend a lot of time away from my computer, which is a good Ooh, thing because I think most thing of the year, do. yeah, just most of the year, I have a lot of computer time, so it was good to get away and uh, do other things, which is uh, always fun. Uh, How are you doing? Wait, what's that? Javi's a gray hat, confirmed. <laughs> How are you feeling about season eleven? I've I've been playing a lot of the preseason so far. Ooh, man, it's a it's going to be a clown fiesta when it starts up again. Oh my god! Changes. It's it's a thing. Eighty okay. ADC still feels useless in the sense that if I get fed, it oh, still man. doesn't matter if the enemy team has a fed ADC or a fed assassin. Because they'll just one shot me unless we you have insane CC and, and the abilities. But in like gold platinum, it doesn't matter. So ADC still doesn't matter in the sense that uh, every time I get fed, the enemy has like a fed juggernaut or something that just shits on me instantly, um, and vice versa. It's uh, I I don't know what to think of it. It's either going to be the most snowbally season of all time, or season three all over again, which wouldn't be a bad thing, but. Also, I I really don't like getting shit on over and over and over again. I don't like playing ADC and pl thinking feeling like it's like just gray screen simulator all over again. So we'll see. We'll see. It seems like they're retroactively changing a lot of things. So I don't know. Maybe maybe things will get better. But that's what know. it feels like too. Like you could know. outplay a two v four tower dive. And then literally the midlander could just walk up, not do anything, just alt and kill you. That's bullshit. Yep. That's just actually stupid. Zoe, I've just permabanned her because mid game comes around and it's like her cooldowns are just <laughs> insane. I don't even have to get hit by sleepy trouble. Okay, this is a legit thing that happened. Three item ADC, three item. Okay, and one of those was uh, not blood or not bloodthirster, but whatever the red mythic item i don't even remember what the item is called anymore defensive as shit zoe one shot me with one item one item and boots ludens echo and boots with just what one the Q. hell one oh Q. my god that's it no sleepy trouble bubble no setup just one Q. when i was on three items it's like and she's not even the most broken like that's the, that's the fucking insane thing it's just 
I I don't know what they what they were exactly attempting to do. I guess just turn League into the most fucking clown fiesta game that was humanly possible. What about you, Javi? You, you, what's uh what's your main role? Mid, bot? Uh I play a lot of jungle. Um I haven't played as much as of recent kind of like how I was saying I've been trying to spend time away. But I used to off-row AD carry because my mechanics were garbage and I wanted better mechanics. So I was like, well, let me play AD carry to get better mechanics. But yeah, I think the AD carry situation has been that way for a while. Um, It's, yeah, I don't know. You don't get to play the game if you don't have a team to set you up. Yeah. What about you, Nightwing? What do you... Oh, I I love playing top lane and I love playing ADC. So I just had these ADC problems. It's like... The problem with ADC is that even if you play a simple, I love Jinx. This is my favorite ADC of all time. I love Jinx. But even if you play Jinx and I'm like 13 and zero, I actually won the game. I, I had that just last night. Even if you have a 13 and zero game and you're actually are stopping, the mid laner and the top laner could just instantly destroy you. Even if you could possibly yeah. shred them, it doesn't exist anymore to the point where like, I want people to actually go back and watch season five. Let's say go back to EULCS. Season 5, SK Gaming, Spring Split of 2015. Watch Forgiven and watch how he played ADC. That style of ADC, that way you could play ADC in that season, is, which is what a lot of people said was a really great season still for ADCs after Season 4, which was still a prime for ADCs. That doesn't exist anymore. You can't take two towers by fucking 17 minutes anymore. You know? Back you then, can, you, you could, like, evade everything. Back then, you could, like, side tip everything. Like, everything has an auto reset, a Q reset, E reset, W reset. If you pro- if you hit your Q, then you hit your E. Like, two seconds later, you get this ability. It's like, there's so much more difference in the game, which it, I don't know. It, that's why I didn't really mind people when they played Mage's bot lane, because it's like, hey, if you can't beat them, join them. Fuck it. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was just, why even play AD carries if it seems like there's so much volatility in your ability to carry a game? And I, yeah. I love playing ADC. I love positioning very well. I like just staying out, staying just still doing my role. But it's like, there's got to be a point where, like, if I have, like, three tank shred items and there's a Maokai and a freaking Orin mid and I can't shred through them, that's a problem. And why can an Orin one-shot you? Just Here's- knocks you up and kills you. You know what I've run into a bunch that really has just been pissing me off? The double burn meta. So Malthazar or Brand or anything, they hit you with anything. And you're dead, and, and and you lose at minimum half your health with, with like one item because they're just burning on top of burning, and then they get uh, whatever Leandri's torment to, and add another burn on top of that. It's triple fucking. The item is broken right now, by the way. But yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, it's just it's fucking insane that you get hit by anything, and it's just like you lose half your health if you're lucky, and yeah, it's just. It's not. It's not a lot of fun right now, but uh, we keep we keep grinding. We keep grinding. Yeah, well, nothing, nothing's changed in the. Yeah, well, and then yeah. we just cry more and go on <laughs> we just cry, cry. Yeah. I've been doing that my whole life. That's just a part of. That's a part of. part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I don't know what they want to do with ADC. Like, I, I would rather them just go back to how it was in 2018, where you just, well, back in, like, the summer 2018, where you just take crit items, make make them useless, and force people to start playing mages. Because because it's, I, I'm not, I don't know, man. I love the role, but it's, like, we need, they need some new variations. They need ADCs. We, we, we just see newer ADCs that are mages. That, that's what they need to start creating. <laughs> might as yeah, well. Next. Might have as well. To. <laughs> 
<laughs> I funny. mean, Rel's pretty cool, all things considered. But oh, uh, she like yeah. a baby Sejuani, except for support. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I played with a Rel support, and it was just like, where is all this CC coming from? Like, <laughs> I read her entire kit, and I didn't think there were, it was like, oh, it's like two things that do CC. And then she like permalocks this, uh, this poor enemy ADC for like five seconds, and I'm like, uh, okay, I guess just three kills. Like, <laughs> cool. We take, those. we take those. Yeah, NA, we take those. All right, what are we talking about today? Oh, yeah. Were there topics? No, there's no topics here. No, I'm just fucking around with you guys. So, oh. as you guys know, uh, for the 2021 Spring Split LCS format, there's going to start this new Kespa Cup tournament. Basically, I don't know what's gonna. It's going to be called after. Uh, this year because it, it's it's called LCS Lockdown, and I don't know if that's going to be the exact name for if we have to be, you know, outside eventually, but for for the moment, it's basically just called the NA Kespa Cup, and just want to, let, to uh, just get you guys' thoughts and opinions on that because most people, after it's over, if their team doesn't win, the whole argument will probably be like, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. You know what? TSM didn't win. It doesn't matter. It's like, at a certain point, we just have to stop saying things don't matter because how far down the rabbit hole are you going because, like, which seasons will matter at a certain point? Is season five going to matter anymore? Is season six going to matter? Just things like that. I, I feel like this it doesn't matter thing is getting a little too out of hand with people. Because it, it's just, like, if your team doesn't win, it doesn't matter. But it matters to my team because I, I like this guy. It just, it's just a long rabbit hole. But I want to let, let you guys yeah. say your thoughts and opinions on those type of things. I mean, um, it'll... you you go first, Javi. For sure. Um Obviously, it's going to be a tournament of who meshes well first right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Based on like what I've heard about what people are doing, it doesn't seem like that many teams are practicing. So it kind of just sounds like we're getting everyone raw. So the, the winner of this tournament is in this raw form, who's going to win? And I would like to hear some thoughts and opinions about that just because, I don't know, you can make an argument in a lot of ways. You can say, you know, I don't know, maybe... Uh, so, someone's like so, someone like Immortals is going to come in hot you know they're just super raw with all that star-studded talent lineup I'm being super ironic but like you could make a case that like a random team can just come and take this so that's something that's at least exciting is that it shows promise for some of the teams that tend to not win all the time I mean I, I wouldn't say it doesn't matter I think that the reason people like took the whole meme and ran with it for Spring Split is because Spring Split literally had no impact. And this <laughs> tournament is kind of the same, but at the same at the same time, it's not supposed to. It's not like, you know, oh, whoever wins this gets a first seeding into or gets a, a seeding into the playoff bracket for Spring Split or something like that. They're very clearly making it just like a, hey, this is your warm-up. This is your getting into the season. This is your like, you know test out see who meshes well with who um if it's true if teams really aren't practicing which i i find it really hard to believe that teams wouldn't be scrimming already especially like i can't imagine that team liquid and cloud nine after spending so much money securing their rosters is (laughs) like yeah no no it's it's okay jensen you just you just kick back man it's just just, uh, yeah that's, that's a good point it's sure it's only 150,000 uh, a dollar prize package mm-hmm. with like 50,000 going to whoever charity but at the same time it's like you know what it's i feel like whoever wins the tournament sure they might not win spring split or summer split or whatever they might not be like the top tier team but 
it should serve at least as a bit of a kind of wake up call to the uh, to the rest of the teams to the rest of the field and maybe just getting everyone back into it without just immediately day one just like all right straight to the lcs let's fucking go um mm -hmm. especially with how much like they've made it very clear that every game matters for the lcs so mm -hmm. i i think this is at the very least doesn't have the same kind of implications that you play literally half a year like in spring the uh, previous spring splits and it doesn't matter at least this is like you know oh you play how many how many potential games do you have here uh, for spring no for for the tournament so you, 10 teams participate okay uh two groups you've got the knockout stage so what is that four games uh and then so like the the winners in theory five games three games three games is that how it uh all other matches are best of five. No. So quarterfinals are three. So three, five, ten. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have a potential for like 20 games or so, give or take. I probably didn't do the math right. That's a good number of games to get at least the blood flowing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's like just, hey, um, hey, Fudge, you know what? You got to go face someday in your first game of the spring split. You know what? <laughs> Hey, if you, if you fucking suck, hey, it's not our fault, right? That that's why I like tournaments like these. It gets you. It's like, a, have you guys ever watched like competitive fighting, like a like UFC or boxing? They call the thing called um ring rust. You want to make sure you have warm ups to get the blood flowing. That way, you're not coming in super rusty. I think also for this tournament, it's good to also have teams at the bottom feel out their rosters too. Like, see what works. See how you can draft. See yeah, what other priorities you can go for. Like. It's not really about seasons. the win. Yeah, it's not really about the win. People keep factoring it. It's only about the win. I guess the win matters to a certain extent, but it's like you should be going into this not to win, in my own personal opinion. You should be going in thinking, okay, how are we going to draft? What are these, these this, this team going to take? What is red side going to take? What is blue side going to take? What does my mid laner need right now for his champion pool? What does our ADCs prioritize? There's a lot of different things that this tournament can offer you. What is my coach going to prioritize? How are they going to coach the team in a stressful situation? How are we going to play in the best of five? You know, because at a certain point, yeah. you'll be playing best of five. So how will your team have a nice mental fortitude for best of five? So those are yeah. all these nice little things you have, to, like a trophy and money. That's cool and all, but let's be honest here. These guys have money. And, they, and some of them, well, not all of them have trophies. <laughs> no offense to any teams out there. <laughs> not all of you guys have trophies, but hey, you guys got money because you're literally buying expensive rosters. So I would say use this. This is especially really good for the bottom tier teams like potentially CLG, Dignitas. This is a perfect opportunity for Golden Guardians. Imagine that new Golden Guardians top laner coming out of what Collegiate or the guys that are in, that were yeah. in Collegiate coming to the league. You know Getting, what? Shitting on Alfari or something. Go play. Hey, Blaze Olive, go play Perks. You know what? Hey. It's all good, bro. If you get, you know, zero ten, it's all good, man. Just but if you show them, like it's like the narrative is just spun so hard in your favor if you well, win. Plus, you get really nice little narratives out of this. Like, um, just this past earlier year, uh, Freak of Freaks won the Kespa Cup. I'm pretty sure, and a lot of people thought they're going to be a really strong team. You know, outside of the general T1 damn one, <laughs> and little Freak of Freaks trying to keep the crap. <laughs> freaking freaks were terrible i feel bad for my boy mystic he went from being locked in in freaking team world elite to being locked in into a freak yeah <laughs> oh yeah. god just um i don't know it, it depends on 
how the league wants to structure it. And even though this format only works right now because we're still dealing with COVID for the first part of spring 2021, they, they still might potentially change it for 2022. I think these changes right now are just because we have to deal with these things right now. You know, I'd imagine when we get to a crowd later on, we get to a live audience, you know, but we'll see how it goes. Part of that is also like there's the potential for, uh, I don't want to say the level of mayhem and debauchery that happens uh, with All-Stars, but I feel like this is also, it does give teams at least a little bit of a chance to play around, test things out. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's the whole LCS in-house thing that's going on right now, um, which, by the way, is probably the best thing that... uh, I've been watching it, actually. It's really good. It's really good. Um, Captain Flowers is... The stream that I've been mostly watching for uh, that that in LS L, uh, LS. I've been catching Core JJ and Captain Flowers do it. Core JJ's yeah. been oh man, that's gonna be a good player going in. Oh, yeah. oh my god, people Dude, are saying I don't know about him. It's Dude, it's depressing. It was actually, so cringe watching people talk on Hotline League. Is Core JJ really gonna be able to perform well in this up and coming spring split? Oh my god, you are actually just brain dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so anyone who's wa- who's watched uh, Kiroko No Basket, it, it's basically Core JJ. They've just been like put stacking odds against Core JJ and just using him and <laughs> as like. <laughs> A benchmark of like, okay, how crap of players can we possibly put around you and you still carry them? Like, <laughs> they literally, they, I watched one of the games, they fielded like the entire Team Liquid Academy roster with Core JJ against, uh, oh, my boy Harry. Yeah. Oh my and God. It, <laughs> and they smashed. It wasn't even like a competition at all. And I was just like, oh God. This is uh <laughs> see, I like these things. I like how we can finally get in-house because that's one of the pros of wanted for a while was in-house scrims, so they can also, you know, play with newer players and bring up them. And I like the idea of it. I always watch the streams whenever I can. You know, it's there's so much league content nowadays compared to back in like season five that you, you get yeah. like thrust into so much. I remember just binge watching like Cloud Nine's, you know, series and TSM series back in the day. It's all you had pretty much you had Cloud Nine, TSM, Fnatic. Team Liquid had their own little thing going on there, but it was like now you have more content to consume. And I, I like too much. To, you, there's you too much. Yeah. Really? I'll, I'll consume it all. It would be like a dumpster truck just sucking it all in. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. What are your predictions on who's going to do well in this tournament? Actually, I could care less about who wins. Actually, the issue here is, um, I would like if a bottom tier team actually won, that way it gives them confidence that they can do it, but we know secretly they're not going to do it. <laughs> so let's try yeah. Like, I would love, I would just love to see Dardock win and then just shit-talk everybody only to get absolutely destroyed when the spring split for 2021 starts. Oh my god. That'd be hilarious. I think, yeah, it uh, it's tough because like top-tier teams probably should take it seriously. But since it is fairly low risk, they might just choose to be like, all right, use this to knock the rust off, you know, not get too many games. Like they, there might actually be a strategy where they're like, okay, let's not win so that we can play like X number of games and like mm-hmm. get the rust uh, kind of worked off. And then we just drop out um, so that that way uh, our players don't get like fatigue or whatever. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say that it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it, it matters for some things, not 
everything. I think it's also like a player thing. Like, are you are you really gonna tell like perks like, hey, like take this tournament easy, like chill out, like. <laughs> that, 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 that's Honestly, not, I can yeah. see perks them being like, hey, perks, can we just smurf this tournament? And Cloud9 just goes like 20 and 0 and just is just sitting <laughs> back, just like, all right. That'd be a nice little narrative. Like perks just leaving G2 and winning the first NA Kespa Cup. That'd be a nice little narrative right, right there. It proves that he he yeah. he still got it. Like, um who does if, in terms of the big teams, TSM, Cloud9, or T Liquid? Who will it matter more if one of those teams win? TSM for sure. I would say TSM. Yeah. They do have the weakest. Yeah. Like I would say, hundred thieves could surprise in this tournament. Like I was about to say, that's my that's my dark horse right now is hundred thieves because you look at the roster yeah. and it's like, could you see like a world where they win with the roster that they have? And yeah, in my in my eyes, yeah, definitely. I think uh, hundred thieves and evil geniuses are kind of tied for me because they have a similar formula. Um, my question is just whether or not, uh, did they, they finalized Jizuke, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, in the mid lane. So my question is whether, uh, Jizuke actually performs or not. Cause I think hundred, I think evil geniuses has a higher potential with their roster, but hundred thieves has better proven performance with their players. Yeah. That I, I, I see what you're saying. They, yeah. hundred thieves have the recency bias going in eg have players that all are actually pretty good you know i was thinking more today that eg roster is actually kind of good yeah people were is. really yeah, really is. downplaying <laughs> them like impact Vince scaring jizuke arguably jizuke was like the fourth best fourth or third best mid depending depending on how you look at 2020 for him and then you have um definitely and ignar i don't think definitely will be that good but you have Impact, Sven Skarin, Jizuke, and... Definitely built them on an anchor, though. Like, yeah, there's true, a lot yeah. of ADCs where you could just be like, this is dead weight. Definitely is definitely not on that list. Yeah. Um, I think and while he actually fits pretty well, considering yeah. who he has on his team. It's like, you have Impact, who's a rock. You have a volatile as heck... Um, Jungler. What is it, mid laner? And then you have Svenskaren oh, yeah. that can. I would say both are volatile. I would say both Svenskaren and Jizuke are good players to get. We saw their playstyle. It yep. Svenskaren's playstyle complemented Jizuke's. As we, like there was a game against like Cloud Nine or was, I think 100 Thieves where like they were going for a play and they both all in at the same time and they got so much advantage off their play. I, I really like when they play together and you really saw the disconnect when Svenskaren got got to play with Golden Glue. No offense to Golden Glue, but it's like come on, bro, you're but not no, you're not pulling the weight. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh it's it's interesting to to see. I if we we're we're gonna cycle back to this over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um TSM has the most to prove. So like out of any team that should be aiming to win, it would prove their fans win. wrong. Don't yeah. think this is the mo I have never seen TSM fans bad for a roster so hard they haven't even seen play a game yet. This yeah. is this is not a traditional TSM roster I've seen from them. Like this is a roster nope. for like fucking hundred thieves, golden guardians, team liquid. I like this is is it though? Like weird territory, really? man. This, this doesn't feel like a like, roster they would build together. Like maybe power of evil is like the most complimentable let, let, piece. Let's, art. let's go through this. They have a import support like Miffy before. Mm -hmm. They have a uh well, I don't want to say proven ADC because Lost isn't technically proven yet, but they at least have a consistent ADC. Mm -hmm. They have a mid laner who, for all intents and purposes, is top three. Yeah, top three. 
Uh, they have a jungler who is at least on paper good. <laughs> at yeah. least on paper good. Yeah. And they have a top laner who has carry potential. I just would usually see TSM breaking the bank for more. You know, that's what I would usually see. But this is a TSM roster. I mean, there I see the upside in him. Maybe Hooney, he told he told Bjergsen, I knew he told Bjergsen, look at my season five and season, season six highlights. Don't watch the rest of my career after that point. <laughs> hey. They, I mean, to be fair, top lane, we've seen top lane be absolutely fucking dumpster mm-hmm. in in this season. It's it's got the potential for feast or famine and Huni is if nothing a feast and famine top laner so i think my issue here with tsm and potentially winning is like spica like and the thing that goes back to hunter Deeves is it's like this the recency bias on these players is strong and it's like throughout most of the year there there was a lot of problems these players had before they had their peak spica at worlds 2020 and then you have the golden guardians players peaking when they almost five you know, what six zero tsm so that those are my only issues with the players is are these are these them or are they just only peaking because of just the metas that they're in? That's kind of what I'm going after with, with these guys. I mean, if, if even if they are the just straight up Damwon wouldn't have won season four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. None <laughs> of those they would have never won. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's a certain amount of luck that comes in down to having the right team in the right meta at the right time. And so, you know, if, whether a meta favors a team or not, uh, mm-hmm. I feel has gotten to the point where it, it, metas change so oftenly nowadays. If it doesn't favor them at the time of playoffs, then we just have to, or they just have to hope that they're able to adapt fast enough uh that the, so that the meta doesn't impact them you know have the c9 effect or anything like that if tsm um, win the lock-in tournament oh my god you will never hear the end of it on the reddit oh i told you guys i told you huni wasn't washed up real world where they can win it's just a question yeah. of whether the a question of whether the other teams okay so straight up if team liquid and cloud nine don't take it seriously that is the only way that TSM should yeah. be able to win. There's a um, world I could see TSM versus 100 these finals for this. Yeah, 100%. And that would actually yeah. be a great finals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... It's a, it's more of a question of who decides to take this seriously? Who decides to actually mm-hmm. use this as a chance to basically just... In, in TSM, they have a reason to take it seriously because they want to bitch slap the expectations uh, that, that you know everyone was putting on their on their players and mm-hmm. on their roster. C9 believe it or not has an uh, has a reason to take mm-hmm. it seriously uh just to you know let perks off the chain and basically just you know follow <laughs> up on the on the hype video. Team Liquid doesn't really have a I would say they don't really have an excuse or a reason to like take it a hundred percent seriously. I would just say uh, it's Discord JJ in that aspect. I don't I don't, I don't think it would go into core jj's mind not to take this seriously you know but core jj takes everything seriously so that, yeah. that's, that's i think that mentality would affect the team too as well he's like okay guys i know we might not be able to you know put put, put this on like the where like i don't know how to say it how do i say this mm. it's like if one player wants it so bad i feel like sometimes other players want it too and i think that might affect the team if that makes that's sense true. that's true 
Mm. And in that, yeah, I guess there's like a synergy question as well. Like not so much just like, you know, how seriously people take it, but also like, you know, do these players complement each other well, just naturally? Like, oh, what if CLG makes the finals? Oh my god, what if CLG versus TSM? Oh no, our league is terrible. (laughs) It no, okay, (laughs) no. But I hate to say it. That <laughs> now that you mention it, though, like CLG has the easiest p- time potentially fielding their roster. So if if what Javi is saying is true and the teams aren't practicing and they're basically just coming into this raw dog, which, okay, yeah. um, then it actually stands to reason that CLG fielding the most experienced roster mm-hmm. Might potentially might, work. Might potentially work for them. So. Yeah, and they automatically have the edge over teams like Immortals, potentially Dignitas, and Golden Guardians. Everyone has a advantage over Dignitas, and <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh. I'm not going to shit on them unnecessarily, but no, you're 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 right. Uh, in terms of like you know the the, the rookie rosters that uh, everyone has question marks over their head, yeah, CLG does have a natural advantage over them just from having mm-hmm. you know experienced players and everything. So you do have a point there. Yeah, the issue here with the tournament is I hope it goes on more and more and more. I don't think it's something that uh, Riot should take away. I think that this is something that they should have for a very long time. We 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 could even have a point where maybe if teams don't want to take it seriously and don't want to. Full um, try hard. They get in their academy roster. Give yeah. them all experience. This is a good thing for the long term. I like yeah. it actually. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I, that's a world I see for sure as yeah. well. Korea like does it, it all the time. They legitimately. Hey Faker, you don't go to this tournament. You sit home, keep streaming. All academy roster go play. <laughs> but Faker plays all the time, so that's he's different. He just wants to play. Gosh. Yeah. Honestly, like that's actually a really good point. I didn't even consider that sending the LCS Academy rosters would actually be a massive fucking benefit in mm-hmm. like every way, shape, and form. The only question would be whether or not uh, you know the other teams decide to. Uh, let's yeah. be fair. If they if someone sends an Academy roster and your group consists of TSM, Cloud Nine, Team Liquid, and none of them send their Academy roster. Your academy team's probably not going to learn much because <laughs> games are going to be fifteen-minute games. <laughs> it's it's kind of unfair in that, like, so I think if the if the teams communicated and were like, "Hey, we're sending our academy roster," um, or they get like a better group draw, like I don't know. I think that academy rosters versus like Dignitas, Golden Guardians, Immortals, uh maybe evil genius and a hundred thieves is like you know this is if you can beat these teams or stand toe to toe with them you know you're you're making good progress um versus the top tier lcs teams it would it would kind of be a feels bad moment (laughs) something that i wanted to talk about really quickly is at what point did teams know I, I don't know if this is public but at what point did teams know that this tournament was happening because if it happened late in the off season then it's like, well, that's a good question, actually. I guess we don't yeah. know because none of us are actually, well, maybe Nightwing because he's got connections. Um, Javi does. Javi, no, you have no. connections? You have connections? No. <laughs> I, I have very few connections. And it's hard to talk to them sometimes because it's like, 
they're just always so busy. It's like, how do I even ask for things? It's like, hey, want to come on via, via podcast? They're like, oh, yeah, but I'm not busy. Which is most of the, it's actually, they're busy. People don't, 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 don't actually understand this. They're busy all the time. That's just, that's just how the, yeah. how the life is. That's crazy, man. I could imagine, mm-hmm. like, we have, like, little, a little bit of downtime for our, like, for what we do. But it's like, they don't have downtime. Esports is a thing that you have to kind of keep going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another question I have is what teams have to gain? Uh, the most for sending their academy rosters, and the the answer is the teams that actually care about academy, and which teams care about academy. We could argue about that, you know. But Let, let's see who has because there's two teams. I'm pretty sure EG and you mentioned Dignitas don't even have their academy rosters finalized. So uh, let's see. Hundred Thieves could send theirs. Cloud Nine could send theirs. FlyQuest could send theirs. Team Liquid could send theirs. Yeah, actually, the only te- uh, teams that haven't finalized is it looks like... No, wait, uh, Deus. Uh, I think I remember reading something that uh, Deus was going to be signing with uh, CLG. So it's just EG and Dignitas who couldn't send their their rookie, their academy teams, I do believe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at like Cloud9's roster, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, all right, if they had to play LCS teams, could they win a tournament like this? Like, Sure. They they Why have not? King and uh Shenfire. I think the only question mark for me well actually no Darshan Darshan's not exactly a bad top laner by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah, actually that's a that's a fair point. Cloud Nine's Academy roster is Oh actually- yeah. Like the, the issue here with the Cloud Nine's roster for their academy team, I I, I don't know why you pick up Zion Spartan. I, I I know the reason. Just a veteran presence and you teach the guys. That's literally it. You're not I mean, picking up smart. Uh, yes, true. I mean, it, you're not picking up Zion Spartan. Try harding. Uh, what is it? The what is it called? The in houses. So I think, like, if you look at maybe you got a try back, like maybe, but but yeah. it's like, are you really like realistically see it this way? Sometimes I see academy teams as if like, if there's the off chance things go bad, will this player get promoted? It's like, do you ever really see Cloud Nine promoting Zion Spartan over Fudge? It's just like, it's, I just don't see it happening. That's why well, you no, only go for the coaching you, role. You don't, you don't go to the academy roster or you don't play on the academy roster with the explicit idea that you're going to replace the person on your LCS roster. Um, mm. Because, let's face it, I that would be a massive fucking feels bad moment for copy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, copy. Yeah, you're, you're competing for your spot against perks. Good luck. It's like, no. But in reality... Copy could very much potentially replace. I would say, depending on the performance, you could see him play, replace almost anyone except maybe like Power of Evil, Jensen, and, and Perks. But those are like the top three mid laners yeah. in NALCS. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the idea that you're going to directly replace your LCS counterpart is iffy. Mm hmm. You have like the fudge situation doesn't happen a lot. People, yeah. like yes, we've seen uh, Cloud9 constantly promote their academy team members and stuff like that, but it doesn't happen all the time. You know, mm-hmm. Labyrinth, Fenskaren, Licorice, and Fudge, um, Smoothie, and Zazel, Smoothie and Zazel. Yeah. 
but that's like three examples out of all the teams tactical yeah. and double lift like we're, we're talking <laughs> about like you know sub 10 examples it was clg did it too remember with the tuesday and full belt and they're like yeah 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 you just look at them oh god oh immortals remember immortals they sw- they had four players in with four players out <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we're going out of the actual rabbit hole. <laughs> Internal screaming. <laughs> so yeah, I think this tournament will be a very good thing for the league. I think this is something we all we've always needed. People have asked for this. I just don't want to turn turn it into a thing where it's like people ask for it, then they when they actually get it, they don't want it. Just like with um Dardock on TSM, people always want a Dardock on TSM. He should always be on TSM. He's exactly what they need. Well, they throw him out after a split. So, you know, be careful what you wish for is all I have to say. But anything you guys want to say on that, that topic before we move on? No, yeah, we're good. I'm good. good. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, all right. And TSM sucks, as always. All right. Um, Let's go and do our LCS 2021 spring split mid lane tier list. Let's go. Shout-outs to I am Jerb YouTube. Cool guy. Know the guy. Awesome dude. All right. So, who are we putting for our tier oh, list? Shit, I need to screen this shit all right i think we need to move perks to s tier but i think that's a given all right so perks is in the f tier obviously you s- know s tier s tier what do you mean he's in the f tier javi you must be fun all right, all right. uh okay so we got uh all right. okay, let, let me let, just let, let me just run top. through let me just make sure that i got all the the names okay. correctly we got uh not in order not in order by the way yeah. but we i'm pretty sure we got demonte perks pobelter uh sligo that's yes. how you say that. Uh, Jizuke, Palafox, uh, Ablaze Olive. Is that mm-hmm. how? You, yeah. yeah. Uh, Insanity, Jensen, and Power of Evil. Yep. So just perks and S tier. And I'll say this. <laughs> Power of Evil and Jensen. Uh, Jensen. I mean. If you want to, you can make an argument for Jensen to be in the S tier too. You can make a lot of arguments. I would say Jensen. <laughs> I would say Jensen in S tier would be. Uh, <laughs> Come on, he's horrible. Yeah, Jensen worst worst that, mid laner in yeah, LCS. The alcohol, the alcohol he missed like four years ago or something. Like yeah, exactly, obviously he's terrible. So you guys, so pretty, I'm pretty sure for all the top three mid laners, perks S tier, Jensen and Power Evil A tier. Would that be fine? And we we don't even. Well, okay, so. The problem I have with that is just that there are potentially good other mid laners. Like if we talk about Jizuke, Jizuke could be a secret A tier. His yeah, he has the potential for being A tier. But the problem is if we set the A tier at Power of Evil and Jensen, uh, go to B tier. Honestly, yeah. So I almost feel like Jensen S tier is fair at least perks s tier potential jensen is definitely s tier just right now if we're going based off world 2020 you can make an argument power people's even s tier by how we play yeah Yeah. Mm. i mean all three of them have the potential it's just a question of who really shows up like Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people. I knew that's going to be controversial because everyone's like, "Oh my god, Perks is the best." Is just going to come in and smurf stall. <laughs> no, Perks is probably going to go even in lane with Jensen and Power of Evil most of the time. That if he doesn't, mm-hmm. if 
Perks was just smir if Perks just ch comes in and smurfs on Jensen in Power of Evil, then I just feel bad for all existing NA mid laners. <laughs> hey, did you not say like, it? We're gonna go perfect in the spring split, perfect in playoffs, perfect in MSI groups. There's, there's a difference perfect. between like <laughs> perfect and like and smurfing on on your mid laner. Like you can have a perfect season and still have other teams use like their specific games as like okay, we at least you know got an advantage here or you know we outplayed them here, so maybe we can find a, a pressure point to exert, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I think a in a harder thing to do is to state who is the worst because most people would say a Blazolve is the worst, but. That would go based off you guys not generally watching Academy games. That's not yeah. fair to him. So is it fair to put him at F tier? I wouldn't say so. I would say just for the sake of argument, he should be C tier. So Lego could be F tier. I mean, last time we, most people saw this guy, he was bad. But same thing with the Blaze Olive. He apparently approved in Academy. I don't I don't really watch too many of, of his games. But if he approves, then it's like, why do you have the cutoff here for F tier? It's like... That's the that becomes the issue. I don't think none of them are actually F tier, if I'm being honest. But you never know. It, these two are probably the only F tier candidates. I can I can at least see that personally. I it's tough. Palafox and Pobelter at least aren't bottom tier. Yeah. Insanity has like the biggest question mark for me. Um just because, like, your academy players are just, there's question marks all around them, but insanity is sus for me. Just, I I, yeah. I don't know how to feel about... Uh, I think he played well, given his circumstances, but I don't know if that's really him as an overall player. That's, that's my, problem. my problem with him, yeah. But it's like, I don't want to put any of these guys in F tier, but Palafox, I've seen his games. He's definitely not F tier. He's definitely not F tier, but he's not F tier in the sense of... Well, LCS yeah, mid laners. How do you, do, how do you that, define F tier? How do you define F tier? Complete dog. Oh, God. Um, do I have to be mean? Golden Clue? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Um, Why you got to do the swole bro? Like? <laughs> Why you got to do it dirty like that? An F tier mid laner would be someone that who I can't think, think of the guy's name right now. Oh my god, it's actually gonna escape my brain. Um, it would be Saligo. That'd be an F tier. His performance back in 2019 would be that of F tier. Just completely bad, not trying, you know, going that's on stage, fair. just giving up. That would no, be the fair. standard. Yeah, just basically yeah. Just not useful at all. I I don't see a world where any of these any of these guys aren't useful because if I'm looking at let's say Jazuke. You know, he, he, I think he's a, a dark horse mid laner. Pole Belter, he the problem here okay, is so. So, are we ranking them based off potential or current current record? You could do both because like, doing current record is also just recency bias, which is fair. It's completely fair. Okay, Jazuke is definitely a tier though. Okay, if for just potential. Which also unfortunately means that Demonte is B tier. Is B tier. Okay. And everyone else it's kind, trash. Of, <laughs> kind of falls below that. It's like yeah. I, okay, that, that's a lie. Palafox Pobelter is C tier. Pobelter, I could put in B tier just because Pobelter's got insane consistency. 
Yeah. Like and when was, the, last, when was yeah. the last time you watched a Pabelter game and you're like, oh man, Pabelter got his shit pushed in. Yeah. I, I, I can think of maybe like two games and his entire career. In his entire career. Uh, off the top of my head there's probably more but it's like he is so damn consistent and palafox at least has potential potential uh yeah mm. so here's what i'll say i think based off some of their teams even if they aren't personally just complete garbage the teams will be on will put them near f tier so like saligo a blaze olive insanity i think they would, they would be here just because of their team but not personally because of their gameplay if that makes sense but then if we're basing it off of like gameplay, Saligo looked better in my opinion than Insanity. And Ablaze yeah. Olive at least you know, he put up a fight against uh, against Palafox and a few others when he was in Academy. Um so I can at least respect that. For me, Insanity is probably the only real F tier just because I he never he hasn't shown any real potential to me for like mm-hmm. you know willingness to go into fights and actually try and like you know take the risky plays and shit like that which for me is a big tell if you're not willing to do the risky if you're not willing to commit to the risky plays mm-hmm. then you're you're just never going to be able to carry yeah uh, so i would say insanity for me is probably the lowest with everyone else just coming in at c just because we don't exactly know what their top end even if i'm factoring this list in i would be more inclined to put saligo at bottom because like we're looking at all these guys yeah. like perks jensen power people jizuke demonte pobolter is he really going to be clapping these guys in lane like that's that's so unrealistic honestly i mean i just don't see it man like a blaze olive at f tier now i i think given the players around him he'll be able to carry better because we have to kind of factor in based off mid lane performance. It's also determining on well, how your team is also doing as well to a certain extent, you know, it's also your own gameplay too. Like these bottom tier guys aren't hard carries pal Fox. I've seen some games where he could be the hard carry. That's why he has the C tier for me personally. But, I mean, we, we, we do have to decide. No, that's, fair. No, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I agree. Demonte, he was carrying some games. He, he carried a game against cloud nine, yeah. the TSM games. He was really doing well in those. Paul Belter, he was the only reason why COG were even relevant at a certain point. Yeah. Jizuke, no, you're 100%. So we have Jizuke here, and the issue here with Jizuke is even before he got kicked off Evil Geniuses for the rest of the 2020 season, he still was pretty strong. I thought he was still pretty good. He's not a bad yeah. miller by any stretch of imagination. He's got potential. Yeah. It's just a question of whether or not, you know, he's mm-hmm. able to also, there's, yeah there's also the thing where it was like teams just ban- started banning him out and it was like what does he play after you know yeah, after he's he's like, like leblanc and the galio and the orianis is kind of like eh. but now we've got so many assassins which mm-hmm. yeah that's true. is that like help. yeah so it also i don't know his team can help cover him in the draft as well compared to yeah. the team that they drafted that's <sighs> him you know, before impact you know impact mm-hmm. like you know you have to respect okay. his bands, etc. So basically, are we are we just saying that Saligo and Ablaze Olive are the only real candidates for F tier? I'm or, cool with that. Right. Was it Ablaze Olive or Insanity? Because you made an argument for Ablaze Olive. No, I made the argument for Palafox. All of them down there. Because like you're factoring in like uh, like the issue here is what a lot the, a lot of the arguments for the Academy mid laners is that they'll do well in the LCS. You're in the argument for that comes from like, them doing well in the academy scene. Now, the academy scene definitely has bad mid laners to a certain extent. It's like people are valuing 
their performance based on their caliber of players versus what is the actual good players though. Okay, I follow what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of why he's down there. And, and I, I, hey, I went to bet. Saligo did improve. But how much did he improve to take down all these guys up here? Like, did he, if he can't even be as good as DeMonte, like, that's just putting him Fair. still down Fair. here. Insanity, there was some games where he was pretty good in. I'll say that. He yeah. had a few Oriana games where game. those, those are, but that would probably put him at C tier. But the issue here is like, but like Insanity also, if I remember correctly, he got dumpstered by a Blaze Olive. Also, that's that's the thing here. There's three candidates for potentially F tier. What is the LCS doing? Oh my I'm, god! I'm cool. I'm cool. With okay, this right here. They're, yeah, they're fine list right here. Yeah, you can make I the mean, argument for Power View being maybe A tier because, like, in terms of more harder carry potential, it goes to Jensen and Perks. But I feel like Power View has always hard carried his teams. The flight flight close all year was hard carried by that guy. If they don't have that yeah. guy, I don't know what their roster looks like. But that looks power like Power of Evil at least looks like he should be S tier. Yeah, it's just a question of, and this is just where I run into. We have not seen Jensen actually, you know, have to fight really hard to stay even or to get ahead against a lot of mid laners until Worlds. And yeah. yes, he looked. You know, at least passable there, but you know, it's you know, Team Liquid, I uh, mm -hmm. kind of, yeah. So I would say, like Jensen, at least has the proven track record, and Perks has the insane high potential threshold to put them in uh, S tier. Power of Evil, I just don't know. I haven't seen Power of Evil go up against. I haven't seen him do anything in. Recently. No, that's a that's a lie. We saw him at least hard carry and be able to to stand alone against a few of the the world class mid laner the world world class mid laners but we just never what what was the best mid laner that he uh, went up against he flame horizon chovy and he, he did really well against horizon night Chovy, yeah and, and he, he did, did really well against night yeah. yeah so there there's like if he maintains that then yes he's an S tier but like bottom rank S tier because i yeah. still don't see a world where he harder carries than jensen but I think he at yeah. least like almost reaches the same potential. And even on his new roster, though, it's like that kind of seems like a FlyQuest 2.0 roster of just basically Sword Art and Spica playing around Power of Evil. They might just, yeah. because the issue with Power of Evil, and it's not, not an issue, it's just like the same thing with like Double Lift. They become that team. You become a Power of Evil team. You, you become a Double Lift team. Yeah. So, Minus, you know, yeah. attitude issues. <laughs> Javi, what do you think? I think this is solid. Um, Sorry, yeah, insanity. I don't know. I have no <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no comments. It's just this looks pretty good to me. All right, dude, tell me Demonte's trash. No Tanner time is gonna save you hundred these fans this split. No, I'm just kidding. I think he's Demonte's, he's not trash, but he's, he's not, definitely like, not trash. Great. Yeah, I depending on how this split goes, if we do this for uh 2021 summer split, he could be a tier. But yeah. I think overall, from what I just saw out of him, he's a B tier mid laner. And that's not bad. Yeah. You have two NA mid laners no. in B tier. I think that's pretty good because. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, he's born here, so from this, yeah. from this actual, <laughs> you know, not like these other imports that are just taking up our S tier. But yeah. God, if I had to see Ryama, Ryama would take up the entire F tier slot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I right. mean, yeah, is Demonte an upgrade over Ryoma? <laughs> Let's. Uh, it's like that's course, that's a yeah. pretty big upgrade right there. If you're really factoring that, that in, that's big. That's in Demonte's case. I like that. Um. 
Perks is potential too. Like, I love Cloud9. Obviously, I love Perks, but it is potential he definitely fails. Will that happen? Most likely no. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Is Perks really going to come over here and just not shit in the bed? I mean, probably not. Probably not but there's always the case. There's always I the chance. Like I'll if, leave the chance if, open. If Cloud9 shits the bed, it's not going to be because of him, though. Yeah, it's true. That's true. All right, let, let me create the other one, and then you guys just talk a bunch of stuff for just a moment, okay? Uh, so, Javi, uh, there is a there, there is a uh, another YouTuber uh, that I that I watched religiously who did uh, League of Legends content, and uh, he had a friend named Javi. Um, so, uh, by by chance, are you the uh, the Javi from uh, Trend Immortals? Uh, <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am not, unfortunately. Uh, oh, damn it! I was oh, hoping well. to say yes, but no. Hoping to um, say yes. So, what's yeah. your uh, what's your what's your background? Because I don't have you been on here before. Like, there there's been a lot of cycling. So, have you been on the have you been on the live stuff or the C9 fancast before? Or? No, this is my first time. I just got pulled in because. Uh, this dude liked my take on Hotline Lee, and so he asked me to join, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, it sounds like a fun time. Well, let's hear your hot take from Hotline League. It wasn't a hot take because everyone kind of agreed, but it was that we need like a League of Legends centered tournament, or not tournament, but a convention for people uh, instead of All Stars. And my reasons were pretty much like, let's do a for fun event, but actually make it actually be for fun like let's go all in on that and i actually really that. like that take oh my god a convention just for league we can meet the teams holy shit that's the best i've ever heard of my life where have you been where have you been all my life oh my know, god right? where's my job right <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we're gonna do it right now so now after we did the mid laners this is our 2021 spring split adc tier list so he's talking about adcs well all of them are trash and i should be signed <laughs> All right, oh, so okay. let's start here. All right, so uh, Wild Turtle is there's only a D tier. Oh, so it's gonna put that shit in F. Oh, god. All right, you didn't even put in an F tier, man. Come on, what? Come on. All right, so all right, let's go. Um, oof, a lot of recency bias in this one and a whole Definitely, lot of inconsistencies. Yeah. So, no offense, but Stick Say has been pretty bad for quite some time. <laughs> like, That's fair. That's dude fair has one. been yeah. owning it in. Yeah. And I'm, how is he at the starting spot where Cody's son is, is damn near beyond me, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> very true. The fact that uh, Six Eight, although again, we we talked about this on one of your previous ones where it's like, yeah. you know what, there, there is the potential for, uh, you know, buying because of fans or uh, trying to get people over to your brand and stuff like that but mm -hmm. that aside yeah in terms of just you know versus the other adcs i think stixay has had the worst recent performances so it's like mm. um yeah, the guy, what's his name isles no it's not right is that isles or babbies one of the legacy esports guys it's the uh immortals ad carry i just uh, forgot his name I okay so i forgot his there name is so there's FBI's Van Wild Turtle, Neo Deathly, Johnson, Stixay, Rise, uh, Tactical, and Lost are the ADCs for uh, the Isles. Okay, okay. So it's probably uh, actually, you know what? I'll just I'll just pull up the current rosters and just uh, double check. So who Immortals? Because uh, Immortals is Rise. Rise. Okay. Yeah. 
R-A-E-S. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Raise. I don't, was it raise? Yes. Raise. Oh my goodness. Raise. raise. Okay. Raise. If you go by just off that game they had against LGD, he looks pretty solid. Now, if you take every other game to account, that guy looked like some trash. <laughs> but that does put a point in his favor. Um, what? Well, it just puts a point in his favor. The fact that, you know, even if you only have one good game, it does at least show that you have the potential for good games. Yeah. And whether uh, the question is just whether or not. For me, the big question is unfortunately going to be Neo. Uh, I yeah. know he had a couple of decent games on Dignitas Academy, but wasn't they, he off at one point? Oh yeah, he's not that bad. He's not bad, but in terms of like, okay, I'm, I I hate to say it, but we've got some pretty we've got some stacked ADCs. Like, mm. okay, S tier, we've got Zven, we've got Tactical. I would personally say. That uh, those are the only no because I don't know definitely goes into A tier at the very uh, I would say uh, definitely at minimum goes into B tier Johnson at minimum goes into B tier and Wild Turtle I mean that's tough Wild Turtle wasn't shit by any stretch he wasn't fantastic but he wasn't fantastic I would say Wild Turtle's comfortable at C tier yeah. So at this point, we're just like we're left again with the with the rookie question of like, yeah, which rookie is gonna be better than Stick Say? <laughs> so, <sorry. laughs> what do you think, Javi? Um, I don't know. Um, what's the OC one lost? Right, Rays. Yeah, well, they're both OC lost and Rays are both OC. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um. I kind of think both, to be honest. <laughs> did, you, did you see his uh, time on Echo Fox back in summer 2018? I saw some of there, and I also see a little bit of like their what is it? The their in houses, and it's like I look oh, at yeah. Stixay's in houses, and I look at these two rookies in houses, and I'm just like, all right, these two are immediately better in my head, but I don't know. I mean, Stixay, I haven't seen an in house where he's performed well. Uh, so, and like that, even when he's versus other academy players, it, it kind of feels bad. Now, granted, uh, you know, I believe one of those games was with court JJ as a support. So, you know, <laughs> you're going to lose. Um, but yeah, I feel like at least the rookie talent, at least in terms of just sheer mechanical potential. Yeah. And they have better mechanical potential because I saw sticks a, fail flash twice in an in-house series and it's like once is bad twice is just dude dude what are you, what are you doing oof um the problem with lost is that if you go off just by academy games he did look a lot better the problem is if you go off his recent performance in the lcs which was at least two years ago roughly about it wasn't bad he was a varus one trick if his kaisa and varus got banned he looked like a pretty average adc that's the issue here. Like I see him as very, very draft dependent, but that's every player in existence. So it's not really well, a knock towards him. We're looking at echo Fox. Like, yeah. Smooth. Oh God. Not that roster. Oh God. Echo Fox was a real feels bad moment. Um, and you know, as great as Rick Fox is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that team, 
that team got shafted by by a lot of bad luck. So yeah. I feel like that probably wasn't the best showing. So I, I would at least give him the benefit of the doubt that even if he was, even when he was a Varus one trick and his Kaisa, those were like his two main champions. Um, I'd, I'd give him at least the benefit of the doubt in the fact that even then, with his main champions banned out, he still looked passable. He was still better yeah. than Sixay. If we're using Sixay <laughs> as like the base, yeah. I would say he at least you know reached wild level, wild turtle levels of you know mm-hmm. passable. So that in my mind, Lost is at minimum a C. I would personally put him in B, just because yeah. I do see potential for him. Yeah. Um, because if TSM really thought he was dog shit, they would just got they would just bought another ADC. Honestly. Yeah. So yeah, he at the very well, he might not be another double lift. Um, yeah, I think he at least has the potential to get into the A tier. Um, which you know what, that's a hell of a lot better than that. Then, let's see, Ray's. I would be fine putting Ray's in C tier. I need to see a little, little bit more out of him. He seems like a player that it really was dependent on Draven when he got it. Like the other picks didn't look great, his gin looked fine. But I, I just want to see more out of him. I, I need to see a little bit more out of him to really put him anywhere lower or higher, depending on where he's at. Now, FBI is a good player. But then again, FBI also struggled a little bit before he really came out of his shell. And I, I need to see that consistency out of him. He's a good player. We've seen it. It's possible. But those inting moments where he uh, flashed in on Callista, all these other bad moments he's had, you know, people just so overlooking the one thing, him, you know? The one thing I like about FBI, um, even though I dunk on him a lot is <laughs> at least he's willing to you know take the risk yeah we see the consistent the b tier adcs have a theme about them they're yeah. fairly safe in terms of their pick fbi at least is willing to you know commit to a play which is something that i can't really say for for a few other ADCs. In, yeah, in that's league, that's why I was questioning. Maybe definitely should be in C tier. I haven't really seen him perform that well recently. Like even LGC in the Oceanic League. They were, you know, fun to watch. Yeah. But <laughs> at, at least I think that Rise at least has the I don't want to put him in uh in D tier simply because that team was a little bit crazy. And you know, everyone was maybe not on the same page. Yeah. So I'd at least give him the benefit of the doubt of saying, you know what? If someone says, Hey, flash forward, he's going to do it. Yeah. It might not be the, it might not be the, the correct <laughs> thing. At least, at least he commits to it. You know, I, I can see him at least committing to, to some of these plays. Uh, I would you put definitely, I, w- I would put definitely in C tier. Honestly, I wouldn't De- really? definitely, definitely is Definitely is definitely <laughs> better than no. Oh god, English. What is this? Uh, definitely is definitely better than Wild Turtle, and I would say at least on paper better than Rise. Reese, but Wild Turtle Ray. recently did look pretty passable, but we haven't really seen much of it definitely in a while, though. Sure, but oftentimes that's kind of better. Like the reason we dunk on Wild Turtle is because we saw seen, him. We've seen so fl- much of this guy. <laughs> yeah, we just see him like you know. Oh shit, flash into base to get execute kills and shit like that when mm-hmm. you know you could have ended the game. Um so Wild Turtle, you know, good. Mm-hmm. I, I would never say currently I wouldn't say a team is 
bad for picking up wild turtle, especially, you know, some of these lower tier teams. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you have the option to pick up someone better, go for it. Uh, it's just definitely in my mind, at least has higher potential than wild turtle, which at least elevates them to B tier. Like okay. it, wild turtle versus definitely at their top potential currently. I would say definitely beats wild turtle, which is okay. why I would put him a little bit lower. But like that's just that's just me. That's just based on what you what see. I, yeah, what I see. Yeah. But in terms of the only two S tier, are you safe putting tactical in the S tier? I thought you looked fantastic, honestly. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you put tactical in the S tier? I thought you looked great, Zven. The reason because people are probably gonna be like, well, why are you putting Zven at S tier? Didn't his team fail at the very end? Zven was the only reason why they were still winning games. Like, let's be honest here. He was the only reason. He was the only player they were yeah, drafting for. Real. Yeah, there was he was the only player drafting for, and the only player that was carrying your team, and he still didn't even look that bad. Like at worst, you could maybe throw him in like S tier. No, sorry, A tier. But I'm not putting putting just like tactical up there in the S tier. Obviously, tactical is not like the only. <sighs> I have so many problems with uh, NA ADCs because like. Are any of them even really the best? <laughs> like, it's just... well, the issue here is like tactical. Like, let's say tactical has to play with the support. Like, who he will he really look that good? Like, a lot of these guys are complemented by their supports, though. You know. Yeah, and so you know, Zven had Vulcan, but at least with Zven, when Zven was hard carrying, you saw you the know, potential. It's still there. You you eventually got to the point where you know it wasn't. Zven and Vulcan, it was just Zven 1v5ing. Like, it, <laughs> it, there wasn't these crazy plays. With Tactical, it's like almost all of his highlight reel that I've seen in recent years, and, and re, or I say recent years, but it's really just last Wait, year. Weeks, um, months. <laughs> almost all of them are set up by Core JJ. So it's like yeah. without Core JJ, would Tactical have really looked that good? Probably. Like, just straight up, he is a mechanically oh, good. How you doing, Logan? And everything, but uh, Tactical yeah. was a rookie last season and did as good as Prime Double Lift in his Group One Three Three Three. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. No, fair you're hundred percent right. It's just like for me, if we're talking about the best ADC just by themselves, Zven carried by himself a lot of the games. Yeah, the issue here Tactical. is like, let's see, swap them. Was does Tactical carry seen on the same way Zven would carry Team Liquid? You know, it's possible. It's a hundred percent possible, and that's why we're putting him in S tier because you know he does look like he has that potential. Zven gets S tier simply because he has shown that potential. Yeah, in a lot of games. Yeah. So it's like, and so then if actually you know what if we're put going in off of carry potential, Lost has carry potential. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's just uh it, it league is that's why i love, love this game there's so many dynamics to this game because tactical has the benefit of the dallas core jj being his support we saw zven just on his own playing that good it, it, it wasn't just like vulcan was helping him that much it's like you already see him playing that well because that's just him as a player we never really seen tactical play this well you know outside of just core jj that's just it's not a knock toward him that's just what it is you know that's this is how I see it. Um, FBI is a solid A tier. Uh, but you there's an argument you you can make where he's you know A tier for 
tactical. That's literally how it works. You, 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 you could have a just like this, and I'd be perfectly fine with this. But you know, I don't think uh, has, I don't think he's bad. I don't think okay, bad, straight bad, up, actually. straight up. If we're going off of potential, I shit on Johnson a lot. But he looked really good, actually. But he looked really good. So if we're going off of potential, unfortunately, I put Johnson above. Yeah. Um, it's so tough. FBI at least proved that he could carry even on a interesting team, interesting roster. Um, Johnson, though, like, shit, Yeah, dude. at the last season, people were like, is this guy going to just, like... Blow, like you know, take the league with Storm. Yeah, he kind of did. He's he by, by his did. performance. His performances definitely showed me he's got potential. Like even on um yep. Dintos this past year, he looked great. He looked perfectly fine with Afro yep. And now and he's you, gonna play you know with the new support. So you know, sky's the limit at this point. Yeah, Diamond is definitely, I would say, an upgrade from Afro So it's like you know, this <laughs> year's probably gonna be the the do or die moment for him. Um. Yeah, it's just it, it's really tough for me to to put anyone on the same level as Ven and Tactical, but uh, the only no, problem I, I have I, is just definitely it's like definitely to me is just okay, but maybe that was because he was playing with Ole, who was just literally phoning it in at a certain point. Ole, like yeah, again we're, yeah. we're gonna cycle back to the whole like ADCs look good because of their supports and vice yeah. versa. Um, yeah. <sighs> I want to say that Defley, uh, I mean, we'll see it pretty quickly whether or not Defley is actually yeah. a half decent ADC or if it, you know, if he's just going to phone it in. Ignar is not a phone it in support. Yeah. Yeah. Ignar is going to go hard. If he plays like he did with Evil Genius and FlyQuest, Ignar is going to want to go in. And so we're going to see very quickly if Tefli was phoning in as well, or if he's if he's on the same page. I think he's on the same page. Yeah. Because when we were watching it, we just saw him being frustrated and like try to go in for trades and everything, and you know wasn't getting the follow up. But that that's at least why I give Defly a little bit of credit. FlyQuest, or sorry, uh, Wild Turtle and yeah. Rise and. Stick say I feel like they all are just there because they don't really have the potential to go higher. Everyone else on the list seems to have. Yeah, the problem the with Wild Turtle and Stick say is why they're so low because we've already kind of seen their ceiling. It's really not that high, actually. Like if you put Sneaky back in the league, he'd be better than Wild Turtle pretty much instantly. Actually, I don't know. Have you seen him? <laughs> no, uh, we won't. We won't get into that. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're I not see. I seen the comment. Ignor has really good mental. I don't know, man. I've seen him uh, uh, play him in solo queue. So, <laughs> I mean, he does. He might have good mental in a team environment, but I know in solo queue, I've Dude, seen. I rage solo queue too. I Dude, call people fucking stupid. Who has? Yeah, who has patience for solo queue? Okay, that's fair. That's okay. Dude, I was calling someone a fucking moron just literally two days ago, bro. Um. The only thing that Max's potential on the list is lost. He could really honestly just be dumpster shit. But to be fair, he's playing around Power of Evil, Sword Art, Hoonie, Spica. I think I, he'll be just fine. I feel like if lo- like Lost is probably the only question mark, like the only real question mark that I have. Yeah. Hoonie, anyone who tries to say Hoonie is, be- is worse than Lost 
has lost their mind. <laughs> um, so it's like lost is the only like real question mark that I have for TSM. But at the same time, TSM hasn't really had a dog shit ADC ever. So yeah, like let's see, they went what Chaos, then Wild, Wild Turtle, Turtle, then was it Double Lift, yeah. and then they went over Wild to uh, Wild Turtle again. So it's like they they've never really had a bad ADC and they've never really picked a bad ADC. You know, they picked up yeah. Wild Turtle when everyone thought he was going to absolutely just shit the bed and then it, he made a resurgence and he became then they starter. went back yeah. and then he became their starter again and then they went back to Double Lift and Double Lift ha- absolutely fucking crushed it. So it's like uh, coupled with Sword Art, like I don't see them being like oh yeah, Lost is an okay ADC, so we're going to pair him with a fucking world-class support. Yeah. Plus, he has like, a lot to learn from Sword Art, too, so even just learning yeah. from Sword Art, he could be also get a lot better, too. That's the bot lane, poten- yeah, the bot lane potential of TSM is there, and mm-hmm. so putting Lost lower, I feel like, is just it is discrediting yeah. all the, the environmental Extra-tool, factors. Yeah. yeah. Javi, what do you think about the list so far? Um... I was iffy on Lost, but after we talked about Lost, I feel more comfortable putting him in B tier, especially with the environmental. Um, it's up to you, man. If you want to stick saying S tier, hey, bro, hey. <laughs> it's up to you, man. <laughs> All right, this is my first and last uh, call for this. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think this is a solid list, actually. I, I don't think... I can't think of anything that like makes me like red flag. Mm-hmm. There obviously there's you know we're not actually gonna know, but I feel pretty confident that most of these are like more or less in the right position. There's obviously question marks on the on new and uh, rise. So okay. is it raise or rise? Raise. Raise. Oh, sorry guys, Neo wasn't here at the time of the a picture, a good picture for him to upload. So yeah, okay. where, where would you put Oster or Neo or the fuck he must be called? It is he still going by Neo or did he do Neo? His... Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. I don't know anything Neo, about him, so I can't say. It's uh man. I have my okay. So I Neo is here. NA. He's not oceanic. So I mean, obviously, he's going to be amazing. But Dignitas's academy roster, eh, it looked okay. He, I, I would say that this was more a move out of necessity than, and not really having a better option than yeah. anything else. Is it a Oh, you okay? Uh, someone just crashed stuff beside me. Um, <laughs> is it is it the worst thing that they could have done? Probably not. Is there better ADCs out there? Maybe it's hey, they could have got death from Dragon X, right? No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> Imagine if death left Korea to go play on Dignitas. Oh, god, dude. Oh, god. I mean, it, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing, but you know? it definitely would be like death. You're okay, death. You're literally. Going on the NA meme of retiring. <laughs> Come on. I mean, someday um, was on. Uh, I mean. He wasn't. Oh yeah, he was on the Boy. play. Holy shit! He was like already oh. giving up before he even tried. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Someday. Oh my god. Um, if I had to put Neo here, probably in like deep honestly. Let's like he's not gonna. I don't know. I would don't have too much faith in him, honestly. I think he's better than Stixay. But yeah, uh, okay, everyone's better than 6A in this. Yeah, I'm on 6A because he was so good for you know a few years for I would say probably like three or four years to be honest. And 
then he just i don't know man he just fell off i it's so bad but um yeah neo and d and uh c tier is is safe it's just gonna be who elevates c tier dardock saligo fate guide and aframo Ooh. I feel, uh, like D, I feel like he's D still. I thought he's Person. D tier. Yeah. You think he's D tier? Eh, maybe. I just, okay, so if we're going off a of stick size performance, like, it's just so hard to put anyone and say that they're, like, as bad as what stick say put forward. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I, I guess, like, in my head, it's just given who he has around, uh, this talent, I just feel like they're not going to perform better than him, even if he has individual better performances than 6A, if that makes sense. You know what? That's fair. That's actually fair. I like that. Dang, I'm glad he's here. He would have missed that point. Whew. <laughs> um, I, I would put Nia with D tier. And there's a world you could probably put... Yeah, I'd probably put him in D tier. There's a world you, you could put Razier too, but it's like... Do we really expect him to do well? Like, uh, like a lot of this new um, Oceanics uh, eighty carry touts come in. We've seen them, like FBI lost. You know, uh, wait, FBI lost. Who's the other other guy I'm thinking about? King for, 80, for ADC or yeah for ADC. Yeah, King. He's yeah, King. pretty solid. Other than that, I mean, I'm gonna have to go back and watch some more race games. He did not really surprise me, dude. He looked okay. Yeah, I mean that's why we didn't put him in D tier. Because like, he looked okay. Is that is? I mean, it's C tier, just the okay tier. You know yeah, what? That's actually, that's actually fair. Because like D tier is you are a detriment. C tier is you're going to drop common items when you die. Um, <laughs> Buy a whole fucking plate of tier of goddesses or some shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I I would say rise and. Neo, no. Stick say raise Neo. That seems like Wild Turtle is your average measuring stick. Is your average measuring stick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're know better than Wild Turtle. It's like, oh man, it's such a yeah. Like, uh, I feel like that's a fair huh? C. Yeah, Sorry? if you're not better than Wild Turtle, then I think you should be higher than him. Actually, because that world's. When we're looking at the world's 2020 performances out of both these guys that are raising Wild Turtle, Wild Turtle looks substantially better. It was like it's yeah. like, a pretty big margin there. Yeah, but, no, actually, you're 100% right there. So at least uh, on the international potential. Ooh, that means Wild Turtle has to be S tier, right? <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I think for these, oh, just really quickly, for these tier lists, I think like S tiers is like if you put them against international competition, are they going to choke? And like that's how I look at S tier and, mm-hmm. and like A tier, B tier, et cetera. Well, that's a good measuring trick too. I like joking that. Worlds 2020, 2021. Jesus Christ, we're almost done 2020. Because if I had that um point you just made, Tactical didn't really choke against them. The issue why Tactical did bad was because they actually drafted. They drafted so bad. How you draft Twitch and Recall in first rotation? <laughs> what is that? I mean, now it's good because Kraken's... No. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just drafted horrible 
They really did. Yeah. They really did. My dude so, got yeah, it's like, it's first like, location against Sooning. What are you doing? He played against a Draven. <laughs> he got absolutely ripped. The <laughs> they thought one thing was about as good as Walter. They're like, no, this guy's just it's just insane. No, for real. Oh. It's like an NA draft where it's like in NA you can pull that stuff off, but like internationally you can't. No. How the fuck do you pick Twitch first rotation? Who who in their right mind thought that was a good idea? Well, they okay. So in their defense, um, Core JJ on Rakan. Yeah, we we know what the guy does on Rakan. Um, Twitch, I feel like, was their way of throwing in a massive fucking, not a wild card, but at least a wrench in Sooning's plans because it basically puts a time limit. Twitch is like one of those ADCs where when you get three items, Blade of the Ruin King, Runa's Hurricane, and then Infinity Edge, a team can play around that and it's GG. Yeah, like, you, you just... He had a really good Twitch game against Unicorns of Love that looked really yep. good, but that was against Unicorns of Love. That's the issue here. You know, he's playing well, I against, mean, against, against Unicorns of Love. I yeah. mean, and the reason that you can comfortably yeah. pull it off against. It, it, okay, so this was something that uh, people brought up. If something works, then it stands to reason that it can work again. That's it true. Yeah, shouldn't true. necessarily be dictated by only the team that you're playing against yes it only worked against unicorns of love but here's here's the question is unicorns of love everyone's like gonna be like oh unicorns of love doesn't stand a chance against sooning well sure but it threw a wrench enough in their plans that they ended up playing scared around bot side twitch was able to you know just fucking explode and they won the game off of that what's to say the same thing wouldn't have happened with sooning yeah they're the only argument well, the only argument from people who don't know what they're talking about is usually, like, well, it won't happen because they're just that much better. It's not how that works, though. It's it's not basketball. It's not like that's not how that works, though. That's not no, how it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like you know you take Kobe versus you know some unknown person, like a like, uh, fucking Carmelo Anthony, yeah, you know, Carmelo Anthony or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's it's not like that because the problem is with league, it's five people and. Yeah, you know, it's not just a, a big one v one. So yeah, if Sooning did, no, and to be fair, Sooning played that perfectly. They recognized, okay, Twitch might be a problem late, but you know when Twitch is not a problem, early game. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna just buck him up. I like, and, I, like when I will dominate today. Drafted a Twitch, and he couldn't even sniff the CS. That's how bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> That's but true. That, that was, that imagine was imagine yeah. in that game if they didn't get out jungled. Like, let's just don't, let's be great. <laughs> that strategy fell apart yeah. because Broxy uh, just instantly Broxy. losing on uh, Lillian against Graves. And yeah. Lillian's not a bad jungler against Graves. She actually does really well. No, and Graves is also yeah. super fucking good at early game skirmishes, and they played yeah. that perfectly. They they managed to, uh, what was it? They caught him in between camps when uh, Lilia was. Yeah, was a little do, bit lower. Yeah, I remember and that. So, yeah, they, they played that really well. So it's like, I would say that that was, while it was not necessarily a great draft, there is a world where it would have worked. It's just Sooning recognized how they were going to exploit that and Team Liquid didn't 200 IQ to counteract that because th there's several layers to this, you know? Yeah. Oh, this team, what Team Liquid should have been thinking is like, okay, this team is better than Unicorns of Love. So this They're is how you would counter it. Yeah. They're going to try and play to counter 
to, to, to basically take over our jungle, put pressure on Twitch, stop Twitch from being able to actually comfortably see us and, you know, just get to his power spike and everything. And instead, Liquid didn't really recognize that. In theory, you would have had Jensen rotating down because you know that uh, with the clear speed of Graves, you, Lilia and Graves were probably going to have a skirmish. And so you draft a uh, wave clear mid laner so Jensen mm -hmm. can rotate earlier so that you can get a 2v1 and be able to counter the skirmishing. Now you have pressure on bot side and your Twitch is able to comfortably uh, farm up and, and everything there. But again, it all comes down to I hate when people say that draft decides the game. We're, this is going to get on on a different topic, but I fucking <laughs> I I hate. He's They're okay. The my biggest fucking gripe is in the C nine Facebook thing. There are so many people who just rag on draft every time, and I'm like, guys, the game isn't over after drafted. They're like, no, they have no chance of winning. And I'm like. There are chances of winning. There is a real chance of them winning. I think I like, came from uh, oh, so my boy Kay, uh, Caleb. Oh my gosh. Oh lord, Caleb. Hedgy. Oh, I haven't heard that name in forever. I, Holy I shit. I, uh, Caleb, Haley Hedgy, if you're doing okay, uh, hit me up sometime, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, The problem here is what a lot of them don't understand is that a coach generally works on a draft with a team, and then you're given a draft. I've seen some of the most shitty drafts you could probably imagine in the LPL. Some of those teams have actually won those games. Well, I don't know why, because they're not dog shit. They're not stupid. They understand if I have a limited window in order to win, I need to execute on that window. What a lot of the NA teams do is that they know they have only these little few windows to win the game. And it's good to have these windows to win the game through because it teaches you a different way of playing the game. It teaches you how to play faster or slower or more stable, depending on the comp. Like, People need to understand this. League is dependent on your comp. It, it really is. Like, I could have a comp of all early game snowballing champions, and SKT could have a game, a, a comp of just a bunch of late game scaling champions. Now, if I do not actually beat them early game, it's very, very reasonable why I lost. I didn't win early game. Well, and what a lot of people generally fail to forget is it's based on how the team plays the draft. So let's say if you have a fucking comp of like, I don't know, let's make one up Orin, Lillian, Azir. Let's just go with, let's just go with uh, what what with what is currently played, which is going to be uh, Mordekaiser. Uh, Mordekaiser top, okay. Mordekaiser top. Uh, pff, fuck, I don't know. Graves jungle. He's still kind of relevant. Okay. Uh, Zoe mid. Okay. Uh, and then that's what you, Samira. Samira. All, yeah, Samira and and Seraphine, and Seraphine uh, in the bot side. Um, you don't win against that. Because you should have banned the <laughs> champion. You don't win against them because that just shit stops you. That stops you into the ground. I heard that <laughs> out loud. And I thought this was a serious point. Say, and then I was just a, like, please. If there's a draft, if there's a coach that lets that draft go, you should be fired. What the hell? You're going to get destroyed. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, you read that out loud. And I was like, OP. OP pick. OP yeah, I, I was know, like, right? Wait, let, let's just let let's like five <laughs> of the most broken champions go through draft. <laughs> That's just like instant destruction. Oh my oh god. god. Um, but in terms of even even that, that does have a window in terms of how well you can either win or there's windows where you can still lose. I don't see a lot of how would I say no that's late game potential. No, because Zoe does kind of fall off late game, does she a little bit? Uh, it, it depends. Uh right now is really nah. fucking annoying yeah yeah 
But see, that's the issue though. Like, there's when you talk to draft about what it's like, um, Superman. If you ask who Superman is to anybody, you're gonna get 10 different answers. It's the same thing with drafting. If you talk to someone about drafting for League of Legends, you're gonna get 10 different answers about how that person sees the game, how the players see the game, how they perceive to actually obviously want to win the game. And that's the issue here is that, you know, I think Mithy brought this up in like that Reflections episode of Thorin. They could never settle on a draft and fanatic, which is the reason why they're all drafts always look kind of wonky, always kind of bad, you know, for most given reasons. So, no, I, I understand what I, I understand what you're saying. And also people were talking, like it was back when Tom Kench was still kind of metaphor that gutted the fish into the ground. It's like, if I'm a Tom Kench and I don't move around the map, saving people, helping my jungler out, yeah, the Tom Kench will look trash. It's not like when fucking, J- what's his name? Um, JJ, not core JJ, JJ, who used to play on FlyQuest. Right? He used to play Tom Kench. Bad. That was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was horrible, man. But if I put Tom Kench on someone like core JJ, well, it's going to look a lot more different. So, yeah, we're about to head out of here. Got about like another yeah. uh, two minutes left. Anything else you guys want to say before we head out? No, no this was a lot I'm, of fun. Uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And we'll see, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 Top lane yeah. support and then next list. Top lane support. Hey. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Top lane support. See you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. Nightwing, Wave of Esports is signing out, guys. Peace. Oh, 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 forgot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. But Happy New Year. We'll be in 2021 where Trump will be president. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's how you end it off. That's Jesus how you end it off. See you guys later. Why would you say this? <laughs> Take it easy, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Goodbye.